If I don't feel it, then like I'm just like I'm so gone so quick, and it's so, like I'll bitch. just yeah I'll just like hop skip along until like and it's not a big deal if I just don't feel it then that like and actually I was talking about this with Jeremy last night because he thinks that my friendships with um, Andre and uh, Jake are kind of weird mm-hmm. because I don't Slightly. really integrate them into like my friend group mm-hmm. because separate. they're separate yeah and they are very needy people. And I was saying that, like, yeah, but I, it's, it's reciprocal. I get a lot from them, even though it seems to you that they're just, like, wanting to, like, suck my blood and, like, you know, spend all the time with me. If they don't, then they get kind of pissed. And to me, unfortunately, that's, like, that really special feeling that I get. I'm like, no, you, they really like me, though. Like, you know, I can tell because they're texting me, like, waterfalls. And they're just, they're always saying, like, oh, I'm so sad that I can't be with you. And I was like, and, and I tell like, them. You feed that. You, that I do you. feed it. And I, I don't, but the boundary is very clear. The boundary that I have with them is, like, we're not going to be and anything more. you state more. that? You state that in just person? Just like that. I'm, in, like, in, in person, person in person. Like, look at them I'm in the dating. eyes. Yeah. I like, say, like, we'll never this... be anything more than just friends. I have a boyfriend. Like, I love spending time with you, but, like, what's, we... What's the general reaction to that? From the They're like, okay, think? sure, yeah. Uh, hmm. you, you say this, I respect <laughs> it, and we <laughs> continue yeah, to be friends. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm sad, but, yeah, it's okay. Like, you know, oh, it, I still want no other woman but you, but uh, yeah, I understand <laughs> I will not make fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then Jake, he kind of gets like a little bit butthurt for a couple of days, and then he's like, and then I just let him be like angry or mope, and then he's just like, yeah, okay, I understand. Well, so here's my question: like, do you have to say it because it feels like they're re- not respecting a boundary, or do you have to say it because you want to clarify it for yourself, or like, like did they overstep and then you reminded them, or was it like, because uh, like I, I could see how a person would get butthurt if you're like. You've said this like 50 times. I have not ever whipped my dick out in front of you. Why do you keep telling me that I can't do it? I haven't ever done it. <laughs> no, I would I would never be presumptuous in the way that in a time when I like I, I, I would absolutely have a feeling that they it was just it's just like an intuition that they're just like they're starting to like get a little bit too angsty about it and like I, it's because their expectations aren't being met and I'm like let's go back to the expectations mm-hmm. and then like this is what I like you know mm-hmm. I have, yeah. I don't feel like I'm gonna like tell you anything different in the next like 10 years because I just don't see it but like we're just friends and like I can't spend you know this many times it's, it's like kind of it's not even exhausting to me like I love it like I just I love like putting my boundary right there and like and like unfortunately Jeremy finds his, these relationships weird but um, we talk about it and he like knows them I think he lives across the street from Jake now, and he... Wait, he lives across the street from Jake now? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And it was kind of funny because, like, he has, like, a really bad feeling about him, but then at the same time... About Jake? Jake? Yeah, Jake yeah. drove by one day in this car that said, like, something about, like, you know, love everyone, and Jeremy was, like, without knowing him, he's like, that's a really cool car. That's a probably really cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So, so with with the idea of polyamory, like that, I guess it all. So it all obviously it's very contextual, right? Depends on the kind of partnership that you've already committed to. But um, is that something that interests you? Is that something that you're like, this is something I would like to develop. I want us to be able to kind of shed this attachment we have of each other and be able to be like, hey, I can bond with this other person, share this intimate connection, like have sex, you know, do this. But then trust that 
our kind of main relationship, the, the, the thing that we're kind of standing on here, I'm always going to come back to this. And you and both of you having the trust in that. Because I, that's the only way that I see in my mind of like a polyamory working, is that you kind of have a, a main relationship that you both can confide and be very much yourselves in. And then, you know, go off and, and experiment and, and, and explore, right? Because you don't, I, I feel me personally, I don't have the energy and like just the, the mental bandwidth to take in all of these people and try and be like my full self with all of the people I connect with. I'm very much of like, when I connect with someone, like I'm all, I'm like 110%, I'm in it. And I can't do that with three or four people, you know, two tops. And like right there, I'm like splitting 50-50, you know? So the other relationship, I feel like maybe suffering or, or, or like vice versa, right? So how does that, do you feel like you're, do you feel like you're capable of doing this? Do you feel like that's something that you'd be interested in? So what is that this is like? interesting to me because like, as an individual, I'm not even polyamorous anymore. I'm just a relationship anarchist. I don't do... Uh, <laughs> no yeah. friends. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me explain. So as a relationship anarchist, I don't actually like... Some people hear that and immediately go, oh, you're an anarchist. You don't believe in love or you whatever. Like, so I got to break it down. As a relationship anarchist, I don't believe in relationship hierarchies that are fixed. I believe that like you can find people who are perfect for talking to or physically engaging with for, you know, like flirting with. Um, some people you have an amazing creative connection to. Some people you have just like a soul deep like I feel whole in a way where it's like there's a part of me that goes beyond any part of me that is meaningful like on a on a human level like you live in my intuition that's where you are right like there's a part of you that just it doesn't like I understand you to be me beyond like any story that I could ever tell myself and I feel like that's true love I'm like, like it there's yeah I mean so pointing at that yeah but it's like that's that's the thing and like for me as a person who like has taken this long journey of like trying to find different consciousness states and trying to figure out how to enter any consciousness state I've ever been in before again um so that I can like access you know the that that shamanic energy that I found when I was like 19 or 23 or whatever it was right or so that I can access that place of high focus right so that I can access the space of zen whatever it is right like I can basically opt into being in love at any time in any moment with anything I'm looking at like it doesn't like it could be a per and people are like what do you mean and I'm like you know how I write amazing poetry about the person in front of me that has nothing to do with me being in love with them but like I can write about their lover and they can go ooh that like makes me feel something I could do the same thing for a piece of shit on the sidewalk like and they just don't they can't really fathom that like I'm like no you don't understand for me all of the things are all of the things like everything is everything and I'm just like part of a whole and my way of experiencing the world is a lot like I feel like the sun I feel like I am very important and that I need to love people the way that I do but if I got too close you'd burn to a fucking crisp and die mm -hmm. um, and so there's an appropriate way for you to interact with the sun maybe you're very pale and you need lots of sunscreen you can only see me at the beach maybe you know you're heavily melanated and we chill out in the savannah all the time right and it's great we grow a garden together that's fast this is fantastic we have lots of personal like time right mm -hmm. but like i feel like and this is like a silly analogy i'm looking for the moon right 
I'm looking for the person who, like, catches my light and it's wonderful when they have it and they always have it, but, like, maybe it's not apparent to everybody that they always have it, but they know they always have it, right? A person who's, like, like, the earth is here and people worshipped the sun, but the people who worshipped the sun, if they didn't understand that the moon was the thing that caused the tides to be complex enough that the rhythms gave us the complexity of life such that they could even see the sun and worship it, mm-hmm. like, I'm, like... I'm looking for somebody who makes me recognize how wonderful it is to be me, like, while I don't focus on that at all, right? Like, the person who is the reminder that I am part of the cosmic dance and that everything that's happening I am a part of, right? Like, that's what I'm looking for. But, like, that's a big ask, right? Like, for some people, the big ask is is monogamy. It's a single, you know, uh, exclusive relationship where... Um, the way that we do our vows, right? I want to be your best friend and your champion. I want to be your greatest opponent. I want to be, you you know, there on your worst days and on your best days through your sickness and through your health or until one of us gets really bored or you're broke. Like, they don't, you know, they don't say that part because that's the part where they actually leave. But, you know, like, they have all of these things and they build up this amazing construct of what a lover, romantic partner is. And I'm like, here's the thing. I would gladly do that for any of you, but nobody is really trying to commit to me in that way, as far as I can tell, Yeah. right? So I'm yeah. not trying to force that commitment yeah. out of anybody. Like, no. I will never ask anybody to do anything that they are not 100% into doing for me, and that's why I'm a relationship anarchist. I'm like, look, if you want to hold my hand and walk through the park and, like, we take bubble baths together and, like, sometimes we make out and we share a bed, but, mm-hmm. like, we're definitely not a couple and we're mm-hmm. totally not fucking and, mm-hmm. like... Um, yeah. If somebody asked me if we were fucking, I might laugh, and you might find that a little bit offensive. Like, mm-hmm. that's our relationship, and I'm fine with that, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe I'm the one who people go, oh, my God, are you dating? You just laugh about it. Like, I would never date this person. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> well, I'm wounded, but, like, it's not like you don't make out with me in yeah. the dark at, like, 3 a.m. when you're sad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, it's my body you come to when you need cuddles and nourishment, bitch. Like, don't you fucking uh-huh, uh-huh. disrespect me like this in public. But still, you you hold out hope for that, your mood. You hold out for this person, this idea. You have this concept of, of, of something great. I came up with this concept earlier today. I wasn't holding out hope oh, well, for it oh, until well, I wrote you... my poem 30 minutes before I got here. <laughs> but. I, I mean, I you know, and I think that's what we're all fed. Like, the Disney stories, media, TV, we're all fed this, like, okay, there is this kind of perfect a relationship and i think you were pointing at that at that a little bit there is a person that kind of i think we all have i'm I'm cutting you off for a second i think we all have in our minds this understanding of what would be ideal for us right Mm -hmm. and we have this vision in our minds and the more in alignment you are with yourself the better you are at recognizing what kind of things actually make you happy Mm -hmm. right but most of us aren't there. Most of Trial us are not. In, most of us are not in alignment. Most of us don't actually know what would make us happy. A lot of us don't realize that we actually sabotage ourselves on purpose because we need a certain level of excitement and danger, and we need space to feel like we could disconnect. Like I don't want you to be perfect because I need to know that it might fail. If it could fail, then I'm safe. I could get away if it goes bad or if I'm unhappy. But if you're actually perfect, I'm not actually perfect. If you're actually perfect, what the fuck? If we break up, this is awful. It's the worst thing could ever happen to me. I don't think that you can, like, so are you insinuating that there's a soulmate out there? Like, or what? Because you say you're holding out and you have this conception. Yeah, I, well, I was, and then I was just going to finish off that, with, like, the, but for me, the moment that I'm in with the people that I'm with, mm-hmm. that is the perfect place for me to be because that's what the universe mm-hmm. put me in. Of course. Right? So, Could like. you, like, stay and stay and stay? Persist. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know persist. if I could make this conversation last forever. <laughs> I could try it. <laughs> But, like, in reality, though, like, 
I think that like a relationship is just like a really long conversation that was like intermittent like pauses. but that's what I mean and I guess that's what and I'm like, trying to get how, at yeah, how long are you gonna stay it, with it that's the beauty that's the power of like the human of like being like hey everything's changing but we're gonna be consistent yeah like it, and that's fucking that's kind of alien it's not really real it's not really natural per se it's like a, it's a concept in our head that's kind of mutated over time yeah. but it's beautiful and it's it can know. be beautiful. It can be beautiful. It's like Taoism, right? right? Things are beautiful, but if you make something beautiful, you make something else ugly. And so it's like, you have to realize, like, like you creating this, like, narrative of, like, what a beautiful, perfect relationship is, right? It's like, that is your story, and that's, right. that's the one you want, right? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. But, like, it's also, like, when you think about the relationships you've had, when you think about the connections mm-hmm. that you've had, mm-hmm. like, what what was worth keeping, what wasn't worth keeping, and how many times... You know, like, dude, you don't actually have to count, but how many times were you in this, like, amazing moment, and, like, for a split second, you were just like, but what if I was doing something else? Right? You're, like, having sex with this perfect person who you totally love. Who's super I've never great. met a perfect person. Ex- I have no idea. Okay, right. cool. You're <laughs> having sex with this amazing person, not a perfect person. You're having amazing sex. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. But you still, for a second, are just like, oh, but what about that one person I fucked last week who, like, broke my heart? Oh, my God, that was ridiculous. See, but you're still fucking this amazing person. But is that so, like, what, what does that mean to think about it? What I'm person? saying is, is that, like, it doesn't matter what how great of a moment you're in as a human being. There's always another moment that you'll end up thinking about. And it always yeah. is nothing, no, no thing that you arrive at is ever the end of the story. It's yeah. never this perfect thing where, like, the story stays there in stasis and then you die 30 years of, like, this beautiful moment that you finally found. You know what I mean? Like, but when we talk about relationships, we're really talking about, like, this kind of ideal, maybe, sense of relationship that we have with a person that we want to persist and grow and become more and more magical forever and ever yeah, and ever yeah, until yeah. we just, die. Yeah, I just, like, take magical and I'm like, that's, completely out of the equation. That's nonsense to me. It must be kind of, like, more about statistics and probability. Like, and it all has to do with, like... each person's day and like each person's history and like you're always rolling the dice every single time you meet and just be like do i want to continue this and then you're like yes do i want to continue this yeah until one day you're just like no do i want to continue this maybe not as much as i did yesterday asshole yeah but then maybe you're still in there and like it's just okay yeah like there's that's all just i agree for me i think that like this is i got to a point where i was like you know what with love i don't want anybody to feel like they're obligated to show up as the woman I fell in love with. I want you to recognize that, like, I have done a whole thing internally to be able to show up as myself each day and to fall in love with the you that you present to me each day. Every day. I don't need to be in a relationship with the you mm. that you present to me each day. I don't need to talk to the you mm. that you present to me each day. Maybe the you that you're presenting today doesn't want to fucking talk to me at all, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I can accept that. And I'm totally happy to accept that. I am happy to be in whatever moment that you are in with you. But, like, that is not the work that everybody has put in for relationships. And so, like, until I find somebody who's like, you know what? Like, it doesn't matter what story you're fucking telling today. I'm down to just appreciate that you are you today. Like, I'm not trying to be in a relationship with that person in a romantic way. But, like, that's not what a romantic relationship is, right? Like, in effect... I'm doing that all the time with all of reality. Mm-hmm. I literally am showing up and accepting reality the way that's coming at me each fucking day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I would, what I ideally am looking for, I guess, if we, because you were pointing at me having an ideal, and I was like, if I really have an ideal, it's like, I want somebody who literally is just like, reality is this beautiful gift 
and you also see it that way. And I want to share the ability to be at ease with this level of acceptance of surrender to this truth with you. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to even always be with you, but I just want to know that like in this beautiful aloneness that I've cultivated for myself, I don't have to throw that away to be around you. I don't have to fall into like some bullshit story to be around you. I don't have to be this kind of like, I don't have to be anyone in particular to be around you. I could be whoever I am in whatever moment. You could be whoever you are in whatever moment. And then that's just life. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I mean, I resonate with that. And, but I guess, I guess that's, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Right. Or like, like that, that is the ideal person. Right. And for me personally, when I when I invest or when I see someone like that, I do tend to think I try not to hold a, a, a story or a narrative about them. I wake up every day and I'm like, "Damn, I love you for exactly how you are in this moment right now," and I can continue doing this, and I know I can continue doing this for a long time, even though in my mind I know in the future, yeah, things will change. We're gonna get older. I'm gonna get you know, things are going to change, but I know that in my mind. I'll wake up every morning and I'll be like, I'll find a new thing to fall in love with mm. every time because I know this. I know this person much deeper than her physical self, much deeper than you know um, who she portrays herself, but like her true being right. coming to that and being like, I could do this forever. Doesn't right. that certain like sense that certain sense of knowing kind of defeat the whole thing that you just said though? Huh. Because you're saying like I know like it's kind it kind of is just like well it's a uh, trust. It's like a Taurus. It's like, you know, that shade that kind of just, like, falls in on itself. It's like, no, but I know this is, like, going to be great, like, you for forever. Like, once you start thinking about, like, I I guess that's what kind of messes me up in relationships when I'm just, like, you know, starting to project things. Uh And, like, uh oh, we all want to do that because we all want certainty. But then it's, it just kind of falls apart on itself because then you're no longer uh, appreciating that, like, that's probability statistic for that day. You're just like... I thought, right, that because I had achieved this love and acceptance for myself, that, like, if I found somebody where I thought that they had achieved that for themselves, that things would just work, Mm -hmm. right? And what I realized in life was that, like, thinking that because your sense of self, right, has achieved this level of peace and love for the self, that doesn't mean that, like, it makes anything function it's it's like it's kind of like we inadvertently because of the way that love let me put it this way if you learn to fall in love with everything you look at i think that like when you fall in love with a person you have this ability to see them sort of beyond all of their narratives beyond like whatever like you see you see like beauty and joy and potential in them right like you derive reward for witnessing them in a way that like mm-hmm. like I I describe it as like yogic bliss. It's like when I finally, you know, did all the meditations, I was just like, whoa, all of the bliss of the universe is 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 humming within me, yeah. but also it's all of its sorrow and sadness is weeping within me and I could pick any one of these things in this moment and what the fuck. But like it was like the opposite of depression. I like saw a person it was anti-depression, right? It was like I looked at this person I was just like, yeah, everything's perfect. 
Like, I don't mm-hmm. care that you're you're a little bit loud and that you have a stupid laugh and that sometimes, mm-hmm. like, your left eye doesn't open all the way when you're smiling and, like, all of these weird, stupid things about your physical appearance beyond the fact that you have, like, a bunch of weird personality traits and you're kind of standoffish sometimes, but I just let it slide because I'm in love with you today. <laughs> but, like, on Thursday, when I'm slightly less in love with you and you've met my friends and embarrassed me a little bit, I'm going to be a little bit pissed about the fact that you're kind of standoffish right now. You know what I mean? Like, you have those... Like, you have this ability when you're in love to just see the beauty of the truth of a being in front of you. You don't have to put anything on it, right? Like, you just let everything slide. It's like you got God vision for a second on another human being, yeah. right? And, like, I think we try to imbue the acceptance of love within ourselves as, as something that has the power to remove the consequences of life as we look at a person in this way. You cannot remove the consequences of life from your relationship with another human being. No matter how beautifully you see them, no matter how wonderfully you experience them, the consequences of life will continue to happen, right? And I think that, like, Audrey's pointing at that. She's like, but, like, you're, you're trying to find this permanence, and, like, I was talking to one of my friends, like, you're looking for... You manufacture... Uh, certainty yeah right so I'm not I don't think I'm looking I don't think I'm looking for permanence I think because it's like it's the understanding of like change is constant and understanding and coming to terms with that constant change Mm -hmm. but with someone else and them understanding like oh you're gonna be changing constantly too and we're not gonna like we're gonna fall in and out of love blah 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 um but we're gonna be we're still gonna find the love within within both both of us will Mm -hmm. have that kind of ability to see that right and, and and trust in that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, like, the circle will fall into itself. It will eventually crash, as everything does, you know? So, love. Hey, Chilling. Just having a little bonfire. Hi. Um, but, you know, and so... And, and that's... And I'm not saying I'm looking for consistency. I'm not Let saying I'm... Let me hop in here. Okay, go for it. Consistency. You yeah. want to know what consistency I found? Please. Uh, Noticed your fly was unzipped? I did now. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, consistency. So, like, the commitment to loving yourself, mm-hmm. right? The commitment to unconditionally loving yourself mm-hmm. is like a permanent commitment because it's mm-hmm. unconditional. Once you opt in, you're like, oh, well, if I opted out, that would be, mm-hmm. a, I would have conditioned my way out of this love, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you have that for the universe, right? You trust that life is happening for you and not to you. You're like, oh, this is beautiful and like super connected. And that's like, well, that's also permanent. Yeah. And then you try to have it for other people. And what you do when you're having it for other people is you're trusting yourself to continue opting into love. Like, you've just disciplined yourself and opted into it permanently, right? Like, it is effectively, like, a permanent commitment. It doesn't necessarily end up being, like, a permanent feeling. It doesn't mean that any mm-hmm. of your relationships are permanent. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. your relationships are still conditional because mm-hmm. relationships are conditions. It's a condition you're in with another person. Mm-hmm. You don't unconditionally relate to them, but you do unconditionally love them, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's what you're... So you're not doing anything wrong there mm-hmm. with that. But what I think is really fascinating is that, like, often we get a little bit, like we get a little stuck on the idea of what what the loving the person will provide for the quality of relationship that we have with them. Um, and we, we're sort of hoping that'll like, I love you so things will work, or I love you so I'll try to make things work, or I love you so you'll try, you love me so you'll try to make things mm-hmm. work. When in reality, it's like, I love you so I'm trusting you to be okay with the fact that my cup is empty, I have to go fill it, and you have not let me fill it for years, and if you don't let me fill it by like, Thursday I'm leaving you forever but I'm not telling you this because we've had this conversation before mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean mm-hmm. and it's like not recognizing that like me taking care of myself in this mm-hmm. moment and leaving that's love too right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah I think that's 
that's where we get a little like we get a little fuzzy i think our concepts of love have been ever evolving as time oh, yeah. has been proceeding so like that's that's where we are like there was a time where like the long-term relationship like monogamy didn't mean one dick at a time yeah. it meant like one <laughs> pussy forever you know what i mean if, if one <laughs> pussy ever at all was yeah. what it was supposed to mean and it was like and not even it really meant one dick forever because like women weren't like really remarrying it was yeah. men who were taking another wife yeah, right yeah, yeah. uh to like perpetuate like the farm or the the, the kingdom or whatever it yeah. was um and nowadays we have like monogamishness right where it's like ah, oh, well it's a one person at a time or a bunch of people at a time but i commit to one person when i commit to one person all the other ones i stop texting i just ghost everybody on tinder right mm-hmm. um and that's really fascinating because I'm like, I recognize all these dynamics, but like, and I don't really care which dynamic I end up in. Um, mm, although interesting. I can no longer You don't be, care. So you don't have a preference. It's like whatever comes, have, basically. Whatever relationship comes to me, I will be in in the way that feels healthy to be in when it's there. Mm-hmm. That's the point of relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? Instead of limiting myself to, I need to have it this a model way. that allows me to feel safe and protected from like social judgment or mm-hmm. from you know, like, heartbreak, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, give me whatever heartbreak comes, universe, give me whichever people come, give me whatever dynamic yeah. comes, and let me just experience it fully of being alive. Like, yeah. that's what the fuck I want. But the thing that's important, though, is that I recognize, and I think maybe this is what a lot of modern people who want to be monogamous don't recognize, like, the ideal that they have for a monogamous relationship didn't really exist, right? There was a time where mm-hmm. it was, uh, if you were a man, your camaraderie, your relationships were with other men at work. You didn't see your wife all day. You went to fucking work and you worked and you mm-hmm. talked and you laughed with your buddies and you got home and your wife was the person who did the washing and the cleaning, and kept the house together. And that was what love was. And you guys fucked and you made kids and that was part of what love was. And you did your job to provide for the children. She did her job to raise them. And that was what love was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about like mm-hmm. the amazing connection that we had or the way that he mm-hmm. made me laugh. And that's why I fell in love. It was like, no, we've had a long, beautiful connection. Like, uh, what is it? It's pragma, right? You have the you have that Greek concept of love that is pragma, mm-hmm. where it's like it's a it's logical and reasonable and like it's measured and wise to care for each other and love in this way. But it's not it's not eros. It's not like the yeah, my yeah. cock is throbbing through my jeans. Like that's not what we're what we're about here, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like that wasn't what we're talking about when we're talking about the long love relationships. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like old people who settled for what they got into and were like, yeah, you were a good partner for life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. today, everybody's trying to, like, trying to have, like, a dope-ass sex partner without, you know, like, no... And especially when you have all of these other people you fucked, instead of, like, just learning each other for each other, mm-hmm. you now are comparing each other to everybody else who's ever had, like, she she just did this thing with the upper part of her walls, man. Like, when I was right by the servant, it just squeezed the tip and, like, sucked me in, bro. And I've never felt that again in my life. And you're just like wow dog i feel like i just needed to leave my wife because i've never felt that either right <laughs> meanwhile she's like yeah, yeah, and yeah i thought it was weird that his dick was curved mm-hmm. but then he would do this thing where he turned me sideways and there's this spot like the a mm-hmm. spot and the g spot mm-hmm. and he would just slide back and forth between the two mm-hmm. of them and he knew exactly where they were like mm-hmm. you could feel me like a fucking dolphin mm-hmm. like you, you ever hear about the dolphins and how they like time their orgasms together he knew exactly how to it was perfect mm-hmm. right and like people don't realize like all of the things that we know about each other all the things that we've read about each other, the more knowledge we have about how other people's lives are supposed to work, the more we feel like ours are inadequate because we've heard about the excellent points of everything that's ever existed. Mm -hmm. And we recognize that we have mostly mediocre examples of our own life and then like some high points. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't think it's you're so, ever really gonna have a healthy relationship if you can't allow yeah. yourself to have your high points with the people who you have the high points with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a, a in a state of being like no preference. I'll take whatever comes. I'll take how it comes, and I'll appreciate it for what it is. Oh, in the sense of like, yeah. yeah. But and then, to me in my like, I don't know. And this is probably just fucking deeply seated, who I am. But there, it just it tastes so much better, and it's so much better for me when there is like when there's that and i and i, I don't i don't feel like i don't so yeah i don't know what when i don't know what the commitment i don't commitment and i was trying to find another word to like de- define define what commitment is but um but you have commitment we and no and like you already and i've already found like i've i've already found commitment like for like with other partners they've shown me commitment mm-hmm. and that's and that's what i'm looking for and that's great Right, and I yes. and it's just like I don't need it to be consistent, but I need there to be that commitment. I don't and need what, consistent commitment. I, I just need, need a little commitment. You know what I mean? Because with with polyamory, I feel like it's just so, uh, you know, I'll just I think go wherever. That there are lots of polyamorous dynamics that are very consistent. Like there are some people where they're like, yeah, there are five of us, and we all share a massive bed that's like the size of this room, and like yeah, there's so many. We, we have kids together. And we are just all so in love with each other. And the five of us are long-term in love with each other. And that's what they do. You know what I mean? Like, and they've had to find ways to make that legally function. But like, like when I, like, if I'm going to have a polyamorous dynamic, like, I'm probably going to find somebody who, like, remember I was describing that feeling of like, I'm just doing my thing in the universe and they're doing their thing in the universe. And Mm -hmm. we see how we make something beautiful occur in the world around us. Like we remind each other of that. But like, and we just know, mm-hmm. and like, we're just being, it's not about like what our stories are. It's just about like, we're allowed to just be together. Mm-hmm. I will take as many of those being relationships as I can get. However I get them. If one of you lives in France and I see you three times a year, once a, once every three years, I'll take that. If one of you lives in like, you know, California and mm-hmm. you like work all the fucking time and like, but like for some reason, like three months out of the year, like you and I like you know chill in the summer you know because we both run off for vacation to like hang out Guatemala or or some shit and it's just like we're chill like that's what we do like I don't care what the relationship looks like I don't care if I raise a kid with you or not I don't care if I live with you or not I don't care if I nest with you or not like I just want to have have this ability to be and to be in love with you and to have you be in love with me and I don't necessarily need security as much because like part of trust is like part of the excitement for me Mm-hmm. is like recognizing the insecurity that I need to have to trust another person, right? Because if you have pure security, you don't need trust, you have security. But like when you don't have security, you need trust. And I'm like, you know what? I'm down for security or trust, but like I just want to But then it's no I just it, be. it's no longer trust and security, it's trust in in the inevitable like collapse and in the inevitable like okay this is all gonna just kind of fuck up and turn into a giant glob of stuff and then we're both gonna go off and do whatever it is that we need to do right i think the going off thing though like when you say go off like what does that mean yeah yeah right because like well yeah and i i think these are yeah these are definitely old structures of knowing that i've been wanting to break down but like investing in someone and putting your time and energy and knowing that being very intentional about and specific about who you're investing your time in because like yeah it's like you said you could find a piece of shit you love it and you you see like all the beauty in it and you could love it and then you spend two three years loving that piece of shit 
And in, in, in a way, you look back and you're like, oh, sh like, that was a lot of time for loving that piece of shit. Like, I should have probably been spending time to work on myself, finding, a, you know, something else that was not that, right? Well, like, that's my question, like... It's um, a little judgy, too. I isn't mean, it? I mean, I mean, it like, is. It, it is. is. It is well, your I'm... love. And in the end, I mean, that's... I always had uh, a solace in, uh, when I came to the moment of breaking up with someone because yeah. I was like, yeah, they liked me or they loved me and yeah. I loved them, but all that love belonged to them. Like, this is all just, you know, they could put Belong that on anything. Them. So when I... When I hear you say you love that piece of shit, like, that's kind of like, and then why spend so much time? Like, you didn't really spend any time. Like, this is just what you were. Like, that's like the, I mean, that's kind of like the Jeremy Akola day, like, everything is everything. Like, you know, time warp that I associate with uh, love, because it's all you. And you are commitment, and you are. Okay, I can kind of You are already that. I can kind of see that. And yeah. so to ask that from someone else is kind of like you're just asking yourself that. Like, do I really much. have commitment? Do it. Oh, you're not asking too much. You're just asking yourself, like, are you really committed? Because you can't really expect anyone else to be unless, like, uh, I mean, no, no, unless. You just can't. Yeah, let me put it this way. Trust, right? Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when you're talking about trust, like, you you sort of have these ideas, not you personally, but, like, a, like a pe we. Mm -hmm. We as people often can feel safe in this idea that we are getting something uh, specific and it's guaranteed, right? Like, you and I are not guaranteed to live through the next 15 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there could be an axe murderer or some stray bullets or somebody could drop, like, a plane could fall from the sky and mm -hmm. just fuck our shit right up, right? And, like, this idea about, like, when we talk about long-term relationships and love, like... I can fall in love with this beautiful person. It could be the most wonderful relationship I have with them. But, like, I discover, you know, that they're going to die of cancer. Now, how did I discover they were going to die of cancer, right? Like, for one, discover they're going to die of cancer. I'm going to lose them in six months. Fuck. Right? But then there's, like, wait, hold on. Did you know before I fell in love with you that you were going to die in six months? Am I betrayed? Or am I proud of the fact that you trusted me to love you through it? Right? Or did we find out together? And you were so excited for this future and now I have to be upset because you're pissed about the fact that, like, you don't get as much time to live. And it's like, oh, now I feel like a judgy asshole because I'm like, can't you just enjoy the fact that you, you got to live at all? Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, you fucking shithead. You're trying to tell this person who's about to die, like, how to be how happy to, to live yeah. or experience their yeah. last moments. It's like, well, I don't want the last memories I have of them to be suffering. It's like, oh, I can see what you mean by that. Okay, fair, fair. You don't want the last moments <laughs> of your relationship. You want the last six months of your relationship to be just misery. Oh, okay, I understand that you want them to have some good memories and some peace before they die. Okay, I get it. But you know what I mean? Like, all of this is about this false sense of security that we have and the persistence of any existence of anything. And then also this sense of control that we want to have over how the things go, fall out, and what people feel in regards to it. And for me, I'm literally like, yo, universe, I am where I am. Give me what's mine as long as it's mine. Take it away when it's not. And let me be able to appreciate it for what it is when it's happening. Mm -hmm. And let me be able to like, to, to get maximum like, let me let me suck the marrow out of the fucking life you give me until I don't have any life to suck the marrow out of. Like, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've committed on a cosmic level to being, like, in love with what life is giving me, no matter what it's giving me. And sometimes, like, because I did that on my own, right, I didn't do that with a person. We didn't, like, work on that together, right? Um, yeah. I will run into people who don't understand that that's what's happening, and 
and I will inadvertently uh, create via my understanding of my own peace what seems to be or what sometimes is a lack of peace with their understanding of what they are or what their existence is it's like yeah you're trying to suck the marrow out of life that's great but i'm actually stressed the fuck out because this isn't working you know what i mean mm -hmm. and it's like oh i'm so sorry i'm not being here for your experience of this relationship which is deficient for you and it sucks to admit that it's deficient for you mm -hmm. right like so that's like that's why i am the way that i am mm -hmm. i'm like really just trying to be like look i don't want anybody to feel like they're responsible for like my good time or bad time and then i realized recently like if i don't allow people to be responsible for how like they act in my presence right like if they're like oh well you're just gonna have a good time anyway so it doesn't matter that i'm being good to you or not it's not special that i'm being good to you or not right like, I end up in all these really weird, like, oh, what does it even mean? What does it work? And then I'm like, exactly. I have to imbue my life with its own meaning. I have to be okay mm -hmm, with whatever mm -hmm. meaning comes. I have to be, uh, I have to, I have to allow myself to be understood and to be misunderstood. And I think at some point I have to, like, allow myself to recognize that until I am understood, like, in a way that is acceptable to the other person, where it's not offensive to be understood by me or in the way that I understand the world, I'm not really going to have that kind of relationship right yeah. i can't have that until yeah. a person can be at, like i learned to be at peace with other people now i have to trust them to be at peace with me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that that's like that's a level of work that a person's gonna have to do yeah. or have had to have done before they met me or yeah. at least they're gonna they're gonna be forced to reckon with the way that they see the world when they're engaging with me and i don't mean to do this but like i i challenge the fuck out of myself so now I can't help but challenge the fuck out of other people when they look at the way that they choose to think or choose to love. Like, that's yeah. just how... Yeah. So, yeah that's and that's, like, that's an aspect of my relationships now. So I'm yeah. like, look, I can understand somebody not wanting to deal with that. I've got a six-pack and a winning smile. Yeah. You, if that's all you if want that's all you me, need, fucking, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Follow my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's that hashtag? What's your... No, at, at InstaGeorges. <laughs> um, spelled I-N-S-T... <laughs> Drop a like, subscribe. Um, like and subscribe. Yeah. Wow, this has been yeah, this has been a really good, good uh, conversation. What and an I, amazing ad for my Instagram. Yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> this thirty-seven minute ad for my Instagram. Yeah. Really if great. all you want is my abs and a winning smile. <laughs> Thank you, thank you for that. That makes that makes sense, and I, I I feel like I have seen that, and I have like this weird blend of, like through my previous relations, I've understood bits and pieces mm -hmm. of this new concept of this new way of thinking, like I, m through me, like my idea, like polyamory was kind of, um, <clears throat> we came like it was, it was a structure of knowing that was shattered like by going through it and experiencing it firsthand i was able to really like oh internalize it and see oh this is how it feels this is what it takes this is what i want and this is what i don't want within that right mm -hmm. and um yeah I, I never felt or i haven't felt because i know it's possible in the future to feel this way but i've never felt that kind of like just never felt an urge never felt an urge to be like oh i'm gonna just kind of move around unless people are on that same boat unless people are in that same mindset and then it makes sense right mm -hmm. then they're like oh yeah we have this understanding this can work this way but i feel like most people are still very much stuck in kind of traditional like oh you know just you and me baby it's just you know 
kind of a thing. So, I think a lot of people don't realize that a, a lot of the ways that they look at the world, they were indoctrinated into yeah. by yeah. The family and culture yeah. before they, in school, right? Before they actually, like, started thinking. And so they, they've never actually applied critical thinking to the things that they built before they, the understandings they built before yeah. they learned about critical thinking. Yeah. You have to go back and, like, look at your shitty foundations yeah. or your fantastic yeah. foundations. Maybe they're fantastic. Yeah. Um, but you, you should have seen my hands. I was like, yeah, don't worry, guys. Don't, don't bite my head off. But, like, your your foundations, you know what I mean? Like, you have to go back and, and check. Mm-hmm. You have to go, like, hey, uh, this model that I was given for how to love other people, is it correct? This model I was given for, like, whether or not hate is ever acceptable, is this correct? This model that I was given for what a person's value is, is it correct? And then you realize there is no such thing as correct right? or wrong. And then you go, did I, uh, did I, indoctr- did I adopt this value system um, that, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy to think about it, but it, you're like, you realize, like, oh, I never realized that I took it upon myself to believe something that was detrimental to another person's existence, or that, like, my clinging to how correct this thing is for me makes me blind to whether or not it's right for others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, what about orgies then? How does that? How how do orgies play out in the sense of like, is that is that also just kind of like a hey, whatever comes, like whatever comes comes, right? Whatever happens happens. No pun intended. But you know, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what is that? What what is? How would like how would someone how would you like to navigate that if it would you just be like oh, okay like i'm gonna please as many people as i can and you know be safe about it and then just like deuces i'm like i'm out no emotional emotional yeah. investment no i'm just gonna like you know just have fun with my like meat suit and then just fucking meat suit. that's such a tactile uh uh i guess hypothetical situ- like you just really gotta do it and then it's gonna be different every time yeah yeah i was gonna say like the experience of like sex with multiple people or just a sensual experience of multiple people yeah is like this is so funny this makes me really want to take a photo with both of you guys that is just like eyebrow raising um but basically the idea uh it will be it would be eyebrow raising um would be i'm not you guys have not said yes to this idea but basically like you know it's it's like oh well so there's like am i just here to fuck multiple people and everybody deal with your own fucking feelings and don't be, don't be a downer <laughs> or am i here to you know like make love to my my two or three partners that i have right because like there was navigating you know sex with multiple people has been a fascinating experience I'm for me sh- i'm sure it has and, like yeah. there was like because sometimes it's like oh this is easy like i'm just like am i gonna i hope you're not listening Bob. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but i'll be like yo yeah you know like oh, I'm so in love with both of these people. But, mm-hmm. like, they're like, okay, what do you want from us? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's so... And that's, like, a weird thing for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the idea of people asking me what I want because mm-hmm. my, my whole concept of, uh, of, like, being a good lover used to be centered around pleasuring other people. So when you have two people, like, hey, can we, like... What do you, like? Both perform oral on you at the same time? Yeah. And you're just like, will this ruin oral for me forever? Yeah. Even though I didn't even realize this yeah. was a thing that I ever could have conceived yeah. of having. Like, yeah. or, you know, like, yeah. having the moment of, like... Like, I don't know how to pleasure you both um, equally, so do you both just want to be fingered right now or something? You know what I mean? Like, you're sitting here, like, trying to navigate this, yeah. like, what is the appropriate way to, like, 
you know, is none. satisfy all my partners. And the right answer just is be, be in the moment just that you're fluid. fucking in. Yeah, Trust them to be in the moment that they're in. Trust them to tell you what they want and be an adult and like only be there if you want to be there. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty special to even get to that point where you're all in the room like agreeing. Like I was thinking that the hardest part to navigate would be like getting the group of people to to be down. Yeah. Which is definitely the hardest part. I mean. No, you, but you need a level of trust, right? Like, yeah. you, and that's the thing is I'm saying is, I guess what I'm pointing out is like, you don't just do this with anyone. I feel like, I mean, you can, you can, you definitely can. I, I have not just done this no, with anyone. But you know what I mean? Like, you definitely can do this. But that, to me is like, I mean, there, there's not that much, there's not that much fucking like weight to it. It's not, it's not as and I'm, it's funny because we're in San Francisco good. and people it's, think that we have all the orgy parties know, and we've we, got like we, several yeah, maybe yeah. and it, like in COVID times we have maybe like there probably are still some happening but whatever yeah. but like I've never been to any of the San Francisco yeah. ones and then there's like New York and New York used to have a ton yeah. and there were like millennial orgy yeah. parties that were just yeah. for like wealthy millennials just getting together and you know just fucking going yeah, to it's town just, it's like it's just wanton hedonism. They just mm-hmm. don't give a fuck. They're just fucking each other, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I've never done that. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. only ever been, like, I am super intimate with these, like, several people mm-hmm. or two people or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And all of our dynamics usually have some, like, undercurrent of, like, messiness where it's, like, somebody's only doing this because they like one of us and the one of us who they uh. like is doing this with the <laughs> exactly, other two of us. right? And then and there's this... Right? And then that person hops in and then we find out only after the fact when we're, like, because we asked you before yeah. if this is what you wanted yeah. and then you said later that you're like I really just wanted to be with this one person which is why you snuck them off which yeah. made us feel weird because then it was just the two of us exactly. and you're like well I didn't come here just to fuck you and it's like yeah me neither it's like well keep going yeah sure it gets messy it gets messy so, if yeah. you're not truthful and intentional about what you're doing that's pretty interesting how you get into it because I just got into it just out of curiosity yeah um, mm-hmm. Just go, you... just go to Burning Man. Just go to the fucking. Yeah, just go to Burning Man. Just go to the orgy dome. And, like, Is there an orgy zone in Burning Man? Yeah, there's a fucking orgy dome. It's. Uh, it looks like. A... I don't know if I could go to the orgy dome in Burning Man. It reminded me of those places like next to in the valley where you know like cows are just lined up. Yeah. It's just and it's like smells weird and it's dirty and like the ground is like gray. That's what it was like to me. So I mean, that... I was gonna say that sounds sweaty and gross. It kind of, it kind of yeah. sounds like a just like a yeah. I don't know if I can orgy dome. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I could definitely like grimy camp, fucking you know like mm-hmm. me and my homies. We went to the you know fucking yeah. like get to the river and fucking. Yeah, we were like in the river. We got the hot spring, and we came back to the tent. We were a little bit muddy, but we yeah. were like, "Hey, oh my god, I don't feel like putting my clothes." Like me neither. Oh, well, me neither. And let's get like, in the tent. It's cold. Yeah, let's get in the tent. Oh, we, should just, we should just hold each other because, like, we'll be warmer without our yeah, clothes on. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> and then that's how it started. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's how it could start. Yeah, I'm not saying no. That's I've never been in that scenario. Actually, I was joking about how other people like pretend that they don't want to do that but then they like pick the friends who they think might want to do that yeah, and yeah, yeah, we'll get yeah, together yeah. and go do that yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah like versus me where i was like all right fam let's um let's my friend was like let's have a hotel party like that's how uh, one yeah. of those happened for me right yeah. and we all showed up to this hotel party and and fucking I'm not gonna name names, of but she knows who she is. Was pouring shots, and she was like, "Hey, I've got a great idea for a game. Let's all take a shot each time, or somebody has to take a shot each time to say shots in the word song shots by LMFAO." And so there were like eight of us and 64 shots lined up, or 108 shots, or whatever it was. And they're not eight of us; maybe they're like 12. But like the four of us who were, you know, ended up in the bathroom for the thing. Uh, <laughs> 
we were like we all you know we took the shot we were all like plastered and then we like you know yeah. ran off and hopped in the shower we're, like one of us was like i got a shower and the other one was like can i join you and it yeah. was just like yeah sure i don't care and then it was like oh yeah. i don't care and it, it was realizing like oh i'm actually super comfortable with these people that i love very dearly and like we've made out yeah. together but we've never like actually had sex and then yeah. it was like oh then it got a little bit more intense um but was it intentional was it was it like, not intentional and that's the thing like, that wasn't the plan it I guess just it wasn't happened, the point right yeah. it just organically just happened because it. it was like and it honestly for me i did not see it coming yeah right yeah and then i mean and then you wake up the next day and you're like eh, that was fun like that was a good time and like i i, I had this relationship and it was cool like we bonded in a different way mm-hmm. and hopefully things haven't become weird or tense yeah. or like that's always the hope right like you never want to destroy or kind of yeah, well, it's, so here's what I think is fascinating. For me, I like, I, I've been realizing I need to be more careful about who I interact with because mm-hmm. I do fall in love with anything that falls that mm-hmm. comes into my awareness. And like, I re- it's annoying as shit. Oh, same. Like, when, when you're trying to just be normal and people don't realize that like, oh no, you don't realize this, but like, I anytime I see you in the future, my brain, my heart, my they will link together and go, oh my god, this wonderful person who I care about, who I haven't seen, like, who just fills me with love, mm-hmm. like, is here. And, like, they're like, hey, that one person I saw that one time that I met at this thing who's really nice, but I don't know very well, right? Like, I'm like, oh, you have a very... Different. You have, like, a... Yeah, I... I like, when I said, like, I feel like I'm the sun when I love, like, I literally feel like I'm this... I have such deep, intense feelings of like it's so wonderful that you all are here yeah. and like and like I need to protect people from like uh, being forced to, to deal with the level of I don't want to like you know be giving too many words of affirmation because that makes people uncomfortable or like yeah. too much hugging or too much whatever it is or like yeah, you, yeah. You, give me, you gave me gifts that I'm uncomfortable with like recognizing that like you can make people very uncomfortable by just being yeah. too too giving right or whatever it is right and they can see it as um as like you're trying too hard when you're just like oh no you don't understand i'm just not attached to money like i didn't do anything to earn this 500 dollars. i want it so if you're telling me that you need 500 dollars to pay your fucking bills go ahead fucking have it like i'm gonna be broke and i have to find some other way to solve the thing but like um but the universe will provide for me right it's like how i feel about it so like i'll wait and the universe will literally just give me another 500 dollars. i was like ah the 500 dollars for that bill that i couldn't pay like so it's just like it's like oh karma it paid it forward Mm -hmm. but like i i'm i'm this way because i was like this is how i want to be i don't want to live my life in a way where i'm not being the kind of person i want to experience in the world right Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not out here to to not be like what is the full experience of like passion or the full experience of creation what's the full experience of yoga what's the full experience of Taoism, meditation whatever the fuck it is that i'm into I'm, like, going to take it as far as I can take it personally. Yeah. Um, just to see, like, did the person who told me that, like, or did the, did the ancient text that this came from, like, was it lying? Like, is this the answer? Is this the key? And I'm just, like, everybody's got their own strategy, but, like, really, like, every life, I think, is just so endlessly, um, I don't even know what to say. I get, every life is its own fucking life, and I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, like, any anything that i'm allowed to dive into i will so like i just i want to be able to be as present in whatever moment i'm in as i can be but to your point you're not you don't want to do this with everyone you want to do it with people or you want to be intentional with people that actually can see you can appreciate you can see you for the sun that you are right? trusting the universe to put the correct people with me when they're supposed to be there 
and take them away when they're not supposed to be. It's like, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Like, I'm not worried mm-hmm. about being depleted. I'm not scared. I'm at a point where I was like, let me, I'm going to trust my ego to stop trying to keep me safe from life. I'm going to die someday. I'm going to get my feelings hurt. I'm going to get broken mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> what am I actually doing? I realized, like, what I'm doing is I'm trying to actually be as alive as I possibly can be as a human being. Because, like, mm-hmm. I feel like so many people put off being alive the way that they, their awareness, their beingness wants to be alive, mm-hmm. right? Like, people who are like, oh, I just, I really want to be a musician. It's like, do you want to be a musician or do you just appreciate seeing other musicians? Have you been conditioned to, to want what looks like prestige and glory, to want what looks like fun, to want what looks like you don't have? Mm-hmm. Because, like, when you stop wanting what you don't have, right, and start appreciating what you are witnessing... Like, you can start uh, figuring out what you are to be witnessed, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, it was this person who tries to figure out how to love as intensely as possible and then realizes that loving as intensely as possible maybe isn't the goal, right? Hmm. Yep, yep. I feel like I'm still figuring out the whole loving as intensely as possible part. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's exciting. It is. It's so exciting. It doesn't look the same all the time. It doesn't. That's the thing, too. Sometimes it looks like you just being alone and sad and, like, you're on your couch just staring at, like, the wall. Like, how did I fuck up so bad? I was so Mm -hmm. safe in my experience of not being in love. Why did I do that? You know, and then, like, sometimes you're sitting there, you're like, oh, my God, I'm melting into bliss of, mm-hmm. and people are like, wow, you really like that Oreo, huh? And you're like, oh. yeah, it's the Oreo. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's the Oreo that is causing me to, like, roll on this couch. Like, I I just did some Molly Fucking and, like, I'm, you know. Uh. <laughs> Audrey, you've been kind of quiet. Any thoughts? Um, about what? I don't know. About anything. I love this dog. Yeah. <laughs> Shanchi. Yeah, this dog really uh, changed the level of... Um, or No, it didn't change, but it was kind of strange for me to be... Uh, I wasn't excited to accept a little... Uh, like, such a being into my life because it got me nervous. But kind of like you were saying... And shit. Well, it's like... And even you were saying, like, you know, isn't it going to be... Uh, it's going to be hard to travel, like, out, out of the country. And, like, I I put my defenses up. I didn't, uh, like, text it to you. But I put my defenses up. I was like, you're just seeing, like, things that you can't do. I'm seeing that it's going to be full of love. <laughs> and then so... Ching, ching, yeah. So I'm just going to... Yeah. And then, like... And then it did happen, you know? Like, for those, like, ten days I can't go out of the country, there's, like... 350 days where I'm just like, oh my god, this dog is making this position that I just love and I didn't know that I could love this thing that makes that just curls up like a tulip and then relaxes and it just brought me happiness that like was just a not, you know, not in the library beforehand, which makes me better. This is something that Josue brought and I think he meant for it to be very Oh, okay. It's some kind of uh, hair care thing. Okay, as long as it's hair care. I said pros. I was like, is, this is like love letters. But <laughs> yeah, you're throwing love I'm, letters yeah, into burning, the fire. I'm burning all of, uh, all, yeah, all of my members. What, is, what is pros? Isn't that, that's not a restaurant? No, I guess it's some kind it's of... It's hair care. It says shampoo and shit on it. It's really, it's not, it's not a big deal. Oh, this fire is growing. Oh, God. I love that heat, baby. Give me more heat. I mm. think what I basically realized is that like... I, I've gone, I've had multiple iterations of what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. but I was talking to my friend last night and I was realizing that like, 
I am now at a point in my life where I personally am trying to make sure that I can experience myself as my own art piece. Like my mind, mm. the way that I, the way that I talk to myself, the way that I see myself, the way that I operate in the world is a science and an art form. It's it like I'm, who am I being? Why am I being? Am I being a way that I am pleased to be? Is this what I want to be creating with my time, my space, my energy? Mm -hmm. Is this what I want to be creating with my movements, with my consumption? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. what am I creating? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think getting to that point and like recognizing that that's like how I want to exist mm -hmm. is like that's been really key. That's been yeah. Because it was like being a guiding pole, like guiding post. Yeah, because it was like I was like, wait, hold on, like, am I actualizing myself? Am I becoming com more complete? Yeah, and, and what is even more complete? Those are meaningless words, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, am I, am I a cog in this machine that is, you know, perpetuating misery and depleting the the, the planet? Um, and it's like, I'm not blaming anybody in particular for it because we all participate. We vote with our dollars. We perpetuate it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but then, like, I was thinking about it. And I was like, well, what what do I want my contribution to be? And I was like, oh, it's love. That's my contribution. My contribution is trying to figure out how to love better. Not so that I'm the best at loving, but so that when people bump into me and they're like, hey, what can I do? I'm like, well, how much do you love yourself? And is mm -hmm. that helping you in enjoy the world? Mm -hmm. How much do you love others? Is that helping you enjoy the world? How much do you love the concept of the numinous? How is your experience of the divine? Is that good? Is that helping you feel more, like, mm -hmm, better about mm -hmm. being alive? Mm -hmm. Because when people feel shitty about being alive, they have no compunctions about making other people's lives shittier. When people feel good about being alive, like, even if they are making other people's lives shittier, it's so much easier for them to go, oh, you know what I want to do? Not make people's lives shittier. I'm, I'm going to do the best that I can until I, I know better. Then I'll do better. They pull the Maya Angelou, right? And mm -hmm. that's, that's really the best you can hope for. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, I think that's the podcast, guys. Uh, Nico, <laughs> feel free to hit that X button, whatever the fuck it is. Um, <laughs>